0: Welcome to the Resilient Living Show, a show dedicated to the discussion of resiliency and the women who portray it oh so well. Each week, I will hold a conversation with some of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, but guess what? You are too. Let's get started.
1: Don't you play with my perception. Nigga, better count me as a blessing. Oh, better watch what you say. I don't need no fake love or affection. I know you tell me you love me, but do you believe when you say that? You tell me that I'm important, but I always seem to slip through your mind. I ain't got no time for playing games or false, apologies, yeah. Boy, I hate to say it, but you walk up in line. No, I'm not like them girls in the movies. Your typical video girl. I'm more than just body and beauty. So take me as I am. No, I'm not like them girls in the movies. Your typical video girl. Flaws and all, flaws and all. You must've fell on your head or something. Must've forgot who I am or something. I can't have whoever I please. Remember you fucking with me because I chose you. You feel like what you want it to be? That's where i If okay. you feel okay. It okay. the need you okay. can go Yikes. at your feet are not good.
0: make you want to snap your fingers and just be in this whole mellowed out mood that's my girl LaFay. flaws and all that r b and soul diva is something serious i had the pleasure of listening to her and the band live performing it's amazing so i'm telling you you need to download everything she has. YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, wherever she is, it needs to be on your playlist. But you didn't come for all that. You want to know what's going on in the resilient living room. Stay tuned. All right, so I'm overly excited because I have with me my first Guess, and guess what? She is from my hometown of Savannah, Georgia. But she is so fabulous. She is so global. She is so everything. I'm sitting in this seat right now because of uh, a seed she sold a while back. And she has no idea about that. But today, I have the pleasure of having in the Resilient Living Studio, none other than Miss Camille Flynn Style Hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Of course, I would love to, you know, you're a hugger and so am I. So I would love to have done this in the perfect world, but this is where we are right now.
2: I know. I know.
0: I'm sending virtual hugs and lots of love. Yes, and I can feel that. And I can feel <laughs> your smile and everything. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Yes, yeah, so listen, we are having a resilient living conversation because that's what this show is all about in, in in aspects of of every everything in life. Anything that is anything, that's what we're gonna be talking about. But we have the pleasure today of talking about beauty and fashion. And I can't think of anyone more divinistic. That's probably not even a word, but let's pin that's all back. right. You can
2: create a word.
0: <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> It's 2021, so we're gonna do what we wanna do. We've done enough in 2020. So 2021, right. we're gonna make up words, we're gonna do it, we could just gonna play it by ear every day because <laughs> we, we're so happy that it's a new year. We just <laughs> we're gonna see what it does, okay? I love it, I'm excited about it. So, in, in an essence of talking about resiliency and how people overcome things, we're talking about we're breaking it down to fashion and beauty. And, and I know that you have a book that you wrote last year or the, the year before actually 2019 mm-hmm. awesome book the weight worth mm-hmm. the weight. I know that you, your speaking platform and all of that covers beauty and being confident. We had a awesome opportunity of sharing a platform together with your good friend Dr. Chanson Barry in mm-hmm. uh, dark dark girls. And even in that, I saw a different layer of you. So if you could just pull back for a moment and tell us what is it like to be resilient in beauty and fashion? What What does that look like? Oh, my gosh.
2: That's a big, I'm trying to put that, all, sum it all up into one word, um, that strength. Almost like India Ari's song, it, it pulls strength, courage, and wisdom.
0: Mm-hmm um
2: yeah for me that pretty sums it up because for me i had to dig deep down to find my strength and to find my courage and i was always receiving wisdom from uh, my elders and different people but you know it wasn't always easy Um, i was just determined to push through and i think for me tia this started for me at an early age as a child where i was bullied as a child about my size like being a uh, luxe body woman. I don't use the word plus size. I always right. said luxe body woman. It was not always a thing that was in fashion. It wasn't always in style. And it wasn't until as I got older, being plus size was okay. And um, I was determined, even as a kid, I said, when I get older, I'm going to be the spokesperson for plus size, lux size people in the world,
0: awesome. um,
2: to let people know that we have a voice, that we are beautiful, and to accept us as we are like people don't realize sometimes people don't necessarily want to have a weight problem. You know, weight comes from all different reasons. It's not just that they overeat, right? but things that have probably happened to them over a period of time in their life could have been traumatic, anything. But unfortunately the society that we live in, they don't take the time to find out those little tidbits. So I just felt like I wanted to be a voice for everyone to speak on their behalf, that you are beautiful at your size.
0: And you know what? You make an excellent point because what I have been noticing is that women, and I'm throwing myself in this category because I went through it as well, we are metamorphosing into different people all the time. Mm -hmm. And it forces us to wear this mask that we don't even really get to our true self until something happens. And what I mean by that is sometimes Society makes it difficult for us to be comfortable in our own skin. Mm-hmm. You know, you gain a little weight here and there, and now some. the first question someone asks you, are you pregnant? Or, right. you know, what's going on with you? And you're like, uh. And so last year, we all blamed it on COVID. I know I did. Right, right, <laughs>
2: right. I gained that extra five pounds on COVID. Right. Yeah.
0: But that was a cover up. And so what I've been seeing yeah. is that women who would normally be confident and 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 enjoy and love and appreciate everything that they have they're now trying to doctor it up they're now trying to you know enhance this area by taking away from that and and that and you said so much because growing up i had to deal with the fact that i had big lips i had big teeth i had a big head <laughs> and you know <laughs> kids can be so cruel however as I grew up, I realized. Well, wait. Let me start embracing these lips because there are people who are paying top you dollar. You believe it. Yes, <laughs> yes. for these for those lips. lips. Yes. And and although I thought that 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 was so amazing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it changed my narrative and it and it, and it you know enhanced my self esteem, I also felt sad for anyone who felt that they had to enhance their lips to be a certain size or they had right. to enhance their bodies. And I'm not knocking it. I don't want anyone to hear this and think that I'm, I'm throwing shade right. or slam. I just right. want to make sure that if we are doing these cosmetic things that we're doing them because we want to, not because right. we're trying to fit into
2: a societal mode. Right. How do you feel about that? And, and like you said, and to each his own for getting whatever services they feel that they need to enhance their body but for me, I'm always thinking about the younger generation that is watching us as the example. Right. So I don't want little girls at the age of seven or eight to feel that their beautiful dark skin isn't gorgeous or that their lips, because they're a fuller, is not pretty or that, you know, if they have short, kinky, curly hair or whatever hair, that it's not okay. I want them to feel comfortable enough to say that I am beautiful. And they need these role models out there that they can see, that they hear it from first, even if they're not getting it within their homes. Because sometimes, even in their own household, they're not being told that they're beautiful. I encounter women, even right now in their 60s and whatever, that have never heard anyone tell them that they are pretty in their entire life. Wow. I promise you, it's a game changer. When I told a lady, I said, oh my God, you're absolutely beautiful. The lady cried. And I was like, are you okay? She said, nobody's ever told me that. She said people called her ugly all of her life. Wow. Growing up. So can you imagine from being a child all the way up to you in your 60s, that no one has ever planted this seed to tell you that you are pretty, that you are beautiful? That's hard. And a that lot of people hard. have that struggle daily. So hence, that could be some reason why people want to enhance. You just never know for different reasons, you know, different strokes for different folks. But I would just want to be the voice for young girls to say, embrace your beauty, that right. you are beautiful. And even if you have a little bit of a weight problem, sometimes we need to tweak what we eat or whatever, right. but that you are beautiful. Like, I feel like we're all created in God's image. So embrace those things.
0: And you know what? And I've had the pleasure of watching you embrace that and, and you know, from being in magazines and different radio, TV, and even down to sharing space with the Oprah Winfrey. Like yes. that, <laughs> let's just pause there for a moment. A game changer. <laughs> I mean, how, how many people have that on their resume? But even to that, you know, that showed women all over. When I look at the diversity of the women that she selected to include yourself, every last one of you were different. Yes. But the commonality was that you, you were true to yourselves and you can Mm -hmm. tell by the aura that she brings, that she wanted people around her who believed. Exactly. And so how, how do you teleport from city after city on tour with her, you know, up into COVID, unfortunately, but how do you teleport that strength, that positivity, that that encounter that experience how do you teleport that back to your neighboring cities because you spend a lot of time in Atlanta I know Savannah is your hometown just like mine but oh, you spend right a lot of time away how did you teleport that energy back to the women who look like you sound like you think like you but just do not feel like you
2: and a lot of it, I took it, I absorbed and soaked it all in like a sponge. So in every city, whenever she was on the stage, whether with, it was with Michelle Obama, whether it was with Lady Gaga, everything that everybody that she interviewed, there was a piece of them that I could resonate with within myself. Absolutely. And not to mention, she had a journal that she went through with everybody in the auditorium. And I was fortunate enough to have a copy of it. And I took my time to go through that journal myself. And I learned a lot of things within that journal to write down things, affirmations, but I soaked it all up and it gave me such an empowerment. It was like an energy, like her frequency was like on a different radio station. Yes. Can I say that? You know what I'm saying? So when I tuned into her station, it gave me that much more superpower. Right. And so I said, well, let me soak all of that up and bring it back to ladies, because I feel like everybody needs it. We grew up watching Oprah. Yes. And to actually hear her on stage live and to meet her and to have her pour into me, I said, I need to share that with everyone. And I have, through that experience, I met women from around the world that I would not have normally had the opportunity to meet. Had I not been on the tour, and we are all still friends to this very day, so we still share our experiences from the tour often. Like I still post pictures of the ladies and people that I've met all over the right. world. We took selfies and stuff, you know, right before COVID kicked in, and I just held on to that, and I, I just share it with everyone that I can, everyone that I meet. Um, it was it was life changing for me.
0: But you know life. what's so amazing about that? I had the opportunity of hearing her or actually going to the Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh my God. When I saw her in Charlotte, here is, here is the caveat to it. Mm -hmm. Even after the moment had come and we had that experience, we're still experiencing her to this day. You know, every now and then I get this random text message and it's so unreal because it's like, oh my God. Oprah's texting,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: you and still it, have the residue. The
1: residue right, is
0: still there. Right. And so that is what's really important when you're talking about mm-hmm. being resilient and embracing your beauty and embracing fashion. Mm-hmm. You are what you wear, you know, in, in Savannah, in, a, in Atlanta, of course, they have a college, you know, a Savannah College of Art and Design based out right. of Savannah. President Paula Wallace,
2: awesome woman. Amazing woman. Yes, she is. Yes.
0: And so, you know, people identify and they say, oh, that's a SCAD student by what they have on because they consider them to be artsy and free. Right. But it's actually a mood. Nine times out of 10, if you actually tap someone on the shoulder and say, hey, do you go to SCAD? They probably would say, oh, no, you know, this is just my style. And the one thing that I really loved and appreciate about you is that you always had your own style? You would have the glitz, the glam, you, you know, you would have your furs in the wintertime, you would have your your jewelry, everything just made sense. And it was not the typical day-to-day woman that you would just randomly see. You know, I have seen you going in the grocery store and you look like you're headed to an awards gala. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like. Okay. Like who does that? Right. But that's because you're so liberated and free in right. your thinking. And mm-hmm. the real part of that is you knew how you felt growing up. You knew mm-hmm. how it made you feel and you were determined to bounce back from that. And that, that's oh, yeah. the take home for every woman that is listening today. Mm-hmm. We're, we're narrowing it down to beauty and fashion but we're talking about resiliency and that's all we're going to talk about is resiliency, but we're talking about that. And we have an amazing woman right here. Who's telling you that you are beautiful. She doesn't have to see you. She just knows that you are beautiful. And she's telling you that you can adorn yourself
2: in whatever garment you want to put on and and you're still going to be beautiful. That's true. And and women have to, this is what we have to get to the point of doing. Stop letting other people's opinion of you hinder you from being great. Absolutely. So many times we let other people paralyze us from moving to the next level based on what they think. Absolutely. Their opinion of you has nothing to do with you whatsoever. And once we get out of our own head or stop letting people get into our head, the better off we'll be. Right. So I don't let anybody dictate what I wear. I have been this person all of my life, even as a child. I'll make you laugh real quick. <laughs> I went to school for a little while, Tia. You probably not even know this. I went to Blessed Sacrament in the first and second grade. Well, my mother always had beautiful jewelry. So one day I put on rings on every one of my fingers going to Catholic school. I painted my- Oh my my God. On my nails. (laughs) So one of the sisters called my mom and she was like, "Uh, Ms. Flynn, you're gonna have to come and uh, pick up because she has all this jewelry on. But I was just always that person because my aunts wore fur. So that always fascinated me. Fashion always fascinated me. Like other kids probably read books. I looked at Spiegel catalogs and Cosmopolitan as a child.
0: Wow. And a lot of people
2: might not know about Spiegel catalog, but at the time it's like, I guess when people would order from Sears and Roebuck and different things, I used to always get fascinated to look through a Spiegel catalog and see what the fashion was going to look like for the next season or the next season or what was the color. And I was doing that at seven and eight years old. Wow. Putting bling on my shoes, going to the fabric store with my mom she would get me little scraps and a needle and thread and I would sew and make little pocketbooks and she would buy me the rhinestones and at that time all they had was like super glue but now we have the e6000 and I would (laughs) glue little rhinestones on things back then before it was even a thing like it is now
0: oh my goodness
2: that's something I've always done I've always been different um I never wanted to look like anybody else even when I um I used to work in Piggly Wiggly grocery store as a cashier when I was younger. might've been 15 with a work permit or whatever. I remember at the time there was a store in the mall called August Max. I don't know if you remember that. You might be too young to even remember that store, but it was an exclusive boutique in Oglethorpe mall that had gorgeous clothes.
0: Wow. And
2: it had beautiful sweaters that had like leather patchwork or piano keys or something swanky on them. Tia, so yeah, I used to save up my money. At the time, I think I might have been making $3.25 an hour was minimum wage. Those sweaters would run like $100, $145. I saved up my money to buy those sweaters Mm -hmm. to, to look different. Now, I know that sounds crazy to a lot of people, but that's how important things were for me to look different that's how important it was for me. And I would save up and put it on their way and make those payments and make those payments. And when I got that sweater, I felt like a million dollars in that sweater. Cause I knew nobody else was going to have that sweater, but me. Right. But that's what I like different. I like unique. And I'm still that way to this very day.
0: Well, you are definitely fabulous. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think we're going to have to come up with a new word. <laughs> what did I say earlier? <laughs> right. Devalicious.
2: De- <laughs> you are definitely that. I, think I forgot the first word you use. I said I to use that and put it on a shirt. I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: see, I said we're making up stuff as we go. So I can't remember. <laughs> but you know what? It is good and it's refreshing to hear your resiliency. You are definitely a powerhouse. But but here's what everyone wants to know because you have done so much in the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. It, it it's I'm scared to ask this question, but I'm going to ask. Go for it. What's next? (laughs) 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 Is there, I mean, NASA? Well. You're thinking of politics?
2: Uh, (laughs) All right. Okay. I'm not thinking about politics, but I'm starting my own show. Um, And it's the Real Pia Flynn. So we're already uh, filming. We've been filming since last year. Just kind of putting stuff they call it in a can, bringing right. things together. But it's it's the real Camille Flynn, and it's talking about things that I love. It's talking about fashion, like we talked about. It's like things that move me and motivate me, and things to inspire people. The, that's that's really something I I strive to is inspire and empower people. Um, and then it's all about service. I'm, I'm right. big about serving. I feel like if you serve, God will bless you.
0: That's and people don't message. get that.
2: They don't write. People don't always understand the blessings come from your service.
0: Yes. If you're
2: able to serve and help others, um, I promise you, he will elevate you to a whole nother level. So I'm Absolutely. big about serving. I'm big and huge about serving but that's what a lot of the show is about. Um, There will be some candid shots of me within the city of Savannah and a few other places, but it's like, you know, experiencing my life through my lens and what I see that I want people to see.
0: That's going to be exciting because I know you have done television (laughs) and radio prior to Mm -hmm. traveling and, and being a part of the, Oprah extravaganza, as I should say, (laughs) in addition to other people as well. She's just somebody that like, when I saw your bio and different things like that, I was just like, oh my God. So I don't know how I can entertain her because she has been, you know, (laughs) as in the movie, when they say, are you not entertained? I mean, you have already been entertained. (laughs) But I humbly appreciate you for taking the time out you know, hopefully we can get you out here in Houston. It is so beautiful. I love this city.
2: Oh, I can't wait. I, I would love. love to come out to Houston. Oh,
0: absolutely. Love, love. The fourth largest city in the United States. And it has earned those bragging rights. You know, I am a Atlanta junkie. Right. So I get it. That is my city. But when right. you come out here, honey. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And you stand in that long line at the turkey hut oh my god <laughs> it'll change my life right it, it'll change your life and location <laughs> i can guarantee that but it's been awesome thank you so much for taking the time uh, i'm sure you're in between something right now but i appreciate you for taking the time to talk to you girl you're welcome At, anytime 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 i so appreciate that you're any, welcome and i'm any, still
2: rocking my, my yellow scarf too, Tia.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. love it. Love it. I love when I see my resilient people in their resilient yellow. It just, (laughs) oh, it's like watching the sunrise. That's right. That's right. Listen, before we get out of here, please share with this wonderful audience how they can follow you and all that you have going on.
2: Okay. Awesome. So on Instagram, it's I am Flynn style. On Facebook, they can follow me at the Real Kamia Flynn. I also have Kamia Flynn Style Flynn, which is my personal page. And on Twitter, which is a little weird, it's like at Kamea Knight. I know that's different, but that's my my Twitter page. So they can follow me there, and they can also find me on LinkedIn as Kamia Flynn. So definitely follow me. I'm looking forward to it, and reach out to me and let's talk. All right, you heard it from her first.
0: Reach out to her. Let's talk. I encourage you to do that expeditiously because tomorrow she'll be on Mars. Right. <laughs> never know. Never know. You know. I'm serious. You just never right. know This life is truly <laughs> taking off. Camille, I love you so much. Thank you love so you much more. for spending time with me today. You are, Definitely. Ph-
2: you are phenomenal. You are
0: awesome. Aww. You are
2: everything. And ditto. Same thing to you, sweetheart. I appreciate you and love you so much. Love you too. All
0: right. <laughs> Okay, Resilient Land. that concludes this week's show of Resilient Living. Tune in next week for another amazing discussion with one of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, and guess what? You are too. I would love to hear your feedback. Email me at info at And make sure you subscribe to The Resilient Magazine at www.resilientmagazine.com. Come on, ladies. We're waiting to hear from you.
2: Produced by 3Beats.